So what's up? <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I've just moved into a new place. Well, I did last weekend, which is why what? we didn't have an episode out. Yeah, we didn't um, have an episode out last week because I was sick back then. I'm still a little bit sick, if you can't tell by my voice. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, Blair had no internet, so... It was and I still storm. have no internet. I'm I'm recording on a hotspot right now, and hopefully it doesn't... What I'm, like, worried about is that it cuts out halfway through recording, and oh, then God. you've just got dead air. <laughs> and then the podcast just has happen. to be me and Sarah forever. Yeah, you just, yeah, you just yeah. replace me. When that's what happens, like when the internet cuts out, you absorb the other host on the podcast. Because yeah. your yeah. internet would go out, and then when you die in the internet, it's, it's, it's like you die Jet, in your life. It's like Jet Li's the yeah, one. Exactly. It's like the Jet Li uh-huh. movie, the one, where uh-huh. it where Jet uh, uh, an alternate universe Jet Li is going through a bunch of other u- alternate universes and killing all the Jet Li's from those universes, uh, so that he becomes more powerful. Because mm-hmm. the less of you that exists in an alternate universe, the more powerful you become. And Blair, it's I think exactly. you're just an alternate. Blair, you're an alternate universe version of me. I'm pretty sure. So if I mm. kill you, I absorb you and I become the podcast queen. That's oh. a pretty crazy alternate universe. <laughs> I gotta say, um, but I, I buy it. I think it's exactly like the thing you just said. I think that's exactly it. Yeah. Hey, all right, sometimes you just get it right on the first try. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what my, my um, parents said a- about my uh, older sister, but they had me anyway, so. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> Val? So, so, what's up with y'all? <laughs> Did we lose Val? No, I'm right I here. Still, I, okay, I no, I thought, I, thought, I thought there was a back half to that sentence that we didn't get. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just a bad joke. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> You're like, surely you're, you're not done talking. <laughs> no, that was it. You just cool. had to fill in the rest cool. of it yourself. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so it's like a Mad Libs, but with podcasting. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. What's been up with me, I guess, is that uh, I had a really nice uh, second Thanksgiving last night where uh, my girlfriend's roommate uh, invited uh, Caradrin, listener of the show Caradrin. Thank you, Caradrin, very much. Uh, mm-hmm. Invited a bunch of people over and like kind of half potlucked, half made half an entire goddamn Thanksgiving meal herself, a Thanksgiving dinner, and there was like a shitload of food there, and it was just like the most trans Thanksgiving I've ever attended, and we just kind of sat around and watched movies, and like we had a really good time, and like it was the That's first awesome. time I had a good time at Thanksgiving. That's awesome. That sounds awesome. Yeah. And yeah. also, then my girlfriend and I watched some episodes of Yuri on Ice, and I cannot just... I'm liking it, but, like, I'm just so struck by how generic anime boy Yuri becomes after the first two episodes. Yeah, I think I watched maybe five episodes of that, but I was, like, already in my, like, post-anime personality, where I was like, yeah, I can, like, I get it, but I just can't vibe on the same wavelength and the fact that he just turns into a generic anime boy i know it's uh, so disappointing like they like they even completely like reshape his face and it's like it's weird because they go back to like they give him like chubby cheeks when he does one of those like low definition anime wacky face like the face you make when someone says something wacky and you overreact to it in an anime like Mm -hmm. Uh he gets his chubby face back and then as soon as he goes back to being normal, he gets like a nice slender facial profile that he's Just that he like has for the rest end. of the time. Yeah, yeah. And then he uh, and then if he takes his glasses off, he just becomes completely indistinguishable from any other anime character out there. Right. Yeah. Right. 
<laughs> hey, why is it called um, Yuri on Ice it's, if it's Yaoi? Because it's, the... It's, <laughs> are you making a joke or are you asking a question? Who for thought? It, you know what? Anyways, you all don't want to do a podcast? Did we lose Val? I, I don't know. Did we lose Val? Oh my god. Can hey. You know? uh, oh, well. <laughs> I was like, I know that joke wasn't great, but like... Really? Do I, did I really need silence? <laughs> but but you you had left. <laughs> no, I was like when I when I made the the Yowie joke, I was like food for thought. And I didn't yeah. okay. I didn't hear anything back, and I just thought the two of you were just like we're just gonna let them sit on that one. <laughs> the universe punished you for that joke. I guess yeah. My computer was like I don't want to have to relay what? this kind of information. Because <laughs> Sarah was desperately like, was that a joke or was that a genuine question the whole time? Oh, no. And you, it was just dead silence from you, and we were like, well, you're, not, you're legally to required to tell me if that's a, if that was a joke. <laughs> you know, everyone like people did call that like queer baiting back on Tumblr in that day and age, which was like that's just bad. But like that's um, stupid. Like no, it was it was a joke. It 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 did raise it did cause a very good post to go around though, which was someone creating like Yaoi on fire, which is like a female firefighter named like Yaoi who's falls in love with a girl. That is incredible. I don't remember that. You don't remember that post? No. So it was just like it was I like think a shit post. Circle of people that I knew that. that it was, was a shit. It was just like a shit post. No, I I figure, but it, it just didn't circulate to me, I guess. Um, very nice. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't remember anyone I followed watching it, like and getting like actually invested in it. It was just kind of a thing that people would watch like five episodes of and be like, "Well, okay." And I, I don't know anything about the major plot of the show or anything <laughs> like that. Wasn't there like but, a Canadian or American figure skater who like did the pose of one of the characters or something like? In the winter, his name Olympics. was JJ, and he did like he he made J's with his hands, with his fingers yes. and his finger and his thumb. Yeah, he was looking kind of dumb with his fingers <laughs> and his thumbs in the shape in the of a J sh- on his forehead, shape of two oh, J's good. on national television. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Anyways, that's comedy. Let's do a podcast. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome. Never done a podcast before. What's no, that? this is our first podcast. <laughs> welcome to our first podcast of fear baiting. Well, yeah, welcome to the first episode of fear baiting, folks. We decided to start with episode uh shit, 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 shit. We're like one twenty-three. Ooh, that'd be a good guess if that was right. I know it's not. You know it's not. <laughs> I know for a fact that it's not one twenty-three because I remember putting one twenty-three. Nope, shit, it is one twenty-three. Fuck, God damn it, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, piece of sh- Wait, no, that's not right. <laughs> Maybe you've had extra episodes that have not been numbered? No. Oh, no, this is episode 123. Fuck and piss. Shit. Nice guess. Yeah, well, it's because I knew we were in the early 120s, and but we were past 
122. So I guess okay. 123. <laughs> Fine. Um, mental math. Welcome to your number one. Uh, uh, Welcome to your number anachronistic one. Anachronistic genre film? Question mark. Genre parody? Um, not a parody. I would not say parody. I would say a, a loving homage. <laughs> yeah. Number one loving homage podcast. It's fear baiting. I'm. I'm Sarah. I almost called myself Blair, even though I like not even as a joke. Like my brain, like my brain has just been fried lately because I've been out sick and like my my sense of time is fucked because I haven't gone to work in a week. Like I don't know what's going on. You don't know who you are. Yeah, you don't like, know what podcast you're recording. I'm very you unbored. Yeah, um, y'all want to talk? Y'all want to get into some politics? It's Henry Kissinger time. No, <laughs> no band. No politics. Um, I'm Blair, not Sarah. Or could be Sarah. If you really wanted me to. For the right and price. For the right price. Um, and we've got uh, a, a lovely guest whose voice you've heard earlier uh, joining us this week. Uh, we've Hi, got it's me, Val Flight Cub. Yeah, it's Val Flight Cub. Um, I keep wanting to say Flight Club, which I get that's, I get that's not yeah. it. But The only reason that I don't say that is because I practiced it a lot. Yeah, it's... <laughs> you just yeah. stare in the mirror and say your... Uh, uh, internet handle over and over and over again to yourself mm -hmm. well it's my legal last name also so oh I've been sure yeah since i was born yeah <laughs> when the movie came out yeah, it's I was important like, to what? get that one nailed down yeah i just val flight cub is, is responsible for one of my favorite memes uh back from back when i was uh, back when mm -hmm. we were all on tumblr mm -hmm. which was mm -hmm. the well it's wednesday meme no it's not how 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 could you you are the what? second person in two days to say that it was wednesday it's not wednesday what? My meme is, well, it's Thursday. <laughs> oh, fuck! It's the this. major point of the, <laughs> the whole point! <laughs> fuck! God. It is Thursday. I'm so sorry, Valf. Like, <laughs> you own this podcast now. Please. You do. This is your <laughs> podcast now. Oh, my God. You're going to absorb both of us, and then you're just going to have to do this thing solo. Yeah, good fucking Hello, luck. everybody. Welcome to the first episode of Fear Baiting, episode 123. I'm your host, Val Flight Cub, and with me, as always, is no one. It's just me. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> There's never been anyone else. You're going to rewrite history. There's anyone else. Um, yes. So what we like to do... Wait, you've not been a guest on here before, right? I did not know. This is Val Flight anything. Cub's first podcast ever. First Premier podcast. podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, what we like to do with brand new... Uh, guests is we like to ask them some horror movie questions, which is to say, we like what your history with horror is, and like what your favorite mm -hmm. subgenre of horror is, if okay. you have one. Um, maybe your favorite horror movie, if you have one. Um, my, so, so uh, <laughs> my history with horror m movies um, is that I don't watch them, <laughs> um, so I always like. When I was a little kid, I was like, this is scary, I don't want to watch it. And then I grew up and I was like, seems like it would still be scary and I don't want to watch it. So, <laughs> so my history with horror movies is that I have seen posters for Scream and Scary Movie. And uh, the two, I saw... Two, two equally great movies. <laughs> yes. Um, I saw Cabin in the Woods in theaters and it was great. Yeah, and Cabin, then... in the, Cabin in the Woods has a... It's like a weird thing because I feel like... Like, I feel like a lot of people who did not like horror movies, 
like came to it through Cabin in the Woods because that's actually how that was actually my first horror. I mean, I saw the thing in high school, but like the first horror, actual like horror movie that I remember seeing was like Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, I think when I watched it, I was like, great, I've watched all of the horror movies now. I don't don't have to watch any more of them. I know what they're about. Yep. <laughs> but it was good. It, it was, it was that's good. true. That, I guess that yeah. explains why. I mean, I don't think this is a bad selection for a podcast, but the movie you picked this week was like, oh, I guess I would have never really considered watching that for this this podcast. Um, it was, but it's good. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, if I try to like look at horror movies and pick one from like the list of horror movies that exist, I would almost certainly pick something that you guys have already done. So it's just like the Love Witch. I heard there's like horror stuff in it does this count i actually like when i told sarah about it i was like does this count do i have to pick something else <laughs> i think my response was well wikipedia lists it lists it as a horror comedy so no yeah yeah so it works yeah. so we're good <laughs> um it's got enough murder in it for it to be a horror movie absolutely so, so it tracks yeah and it is very scary um <laughs> and weirdly sexy I think it's so fun- which i think is an important yeah. part of horror movies long time mm-hmm I think it's so funny that, um, not not constantly, but so often we get people who are like, yeah, I didn't really like horror movies growing up at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think I ever had an opinion of them growing up. I, I just had zero exposure to horror until, like... I was scared like, of the trailer for the, Ke- for the Kiefer Sutherland movie Mirrors, in which mirrors became ghosts. Thank <laughs> you, I was terrified. <laughs> I, think I didn't. I, that seeing that trailer made me scared to walk in front of a mirror for like three years. Oof. Oh my god! Um, Someone once yeah. I was such an I was such a gullible and easily scared child. Someone once told me that a snake was going to come out of the toilet and bite my butt. No, and I and then I I I would only poop at home because the, the, at home I could stare into the toilet while my butt was on the seat. Oh my god. <laughs> Because if I pooped at school, like, the seats were too small for me to, like, see into the toilet. And I was like, oh, God, what if a snake comes and bites my butt? <laughs> yeah. Were yeah. you looking behind you or in front of you? In front of me. Like, I was looking okay. through my legs. Okay. I don't know why <laughs> I, can't, I was confused what, about that. What is the physical logistics of looking behind you while you take a dump? <laughs> you just scoot now. all the way up, like, put your dick under the toilet seat, and just, like, crane your neck backwards while you're grunting and heaving. First of all, I Horrible. don't know how flexible Sarah is. Second of all, I can't be sure that everyone's butthole is in the same place on the body. <laughs> so it's kind of it's kind of like how uh, how I'm not sure that my red is the same color as your red. It's exactly like that. How do I know that you don't poop from the front? <laughs> <laughs> Which actually still wouldn't make sense. But looking behind you. Yeah, it probably would make so less, scratch, less sense. Scratch that. Uh, I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Um, well, yeah, I, I think I, we learned something I, I hate, new about I, everyone today. I, I hate to finally... I've been finally called out on it, but uh, I guess I gotta come clean. I have a front asshole. Um, I've got fat well, frontal asshole disorder. That is... You're, that's um, what the front bottoms have, too. <laughs> That's the whole podcast. Blair, can we name <laughs> our, our front? Can we? Can we, we? When we finally make, when we finally finish the Wonder Yorks, and we do that, when we start doing that uh, front bottoms podcast with Andy, uh, can we? Can we call ourselves the front assholes? 
We can't. I think we already have a name for it. Yeah, it's the back dicks, but thank you. Oh, man. Both but that are could bad. be your, your first episode. The back dicks? Either no, way. Front, front, front assholes. Yeah. yeah. Bruce Springsteen voice hiding in the back dicks. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Podcasting. I'm Podcasting. great at it. Podcasting. Um... I'm well, acting anyway. like I'm. I, I, feel, I, I mentioned earlier, like I feel hungover. It's I wasn't like, sure if you were saying that because the character looked like maybe he felt hungover too. No, no, no. I just first, I just physically felt hungover, and I drank two beers last night, and and that was like four hours before I went to sleep, and I also ate like my weight in food. <laughs> <laughs> well, it should have absorbed uh, the beer. I don't know why you'd be hungover at all. Yeah, I mean, I also drink a shitload of water, so like I because should not be because of the home. illness. Oh yeah, because of the that. disease. Um, I'm not sick anymore. You you don't sound it. <laughs> yeah, I sound like shit, but like overall, I'm actually healthy. That's, well, well, that's good. I don't well, know if I would call myself healthy. <laughs> we're all on the brink of death, so it's totally fine. Um, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, you want to talk about the Love Witch? Oh no, wait. Do you want to talk yeah, about? Yeah, let's do it. Hold on, we gotta talk about. Upcoming, uh, we gotta week- go to our favorite website, upcominghorrormovies.com. <laughs> see if anything interesting. Oh, cool. Uh, they got some. They got Monster Hunter trailers. What's Monster Hunter? Are you not familiar game? with Monster? Yeah, it's, they're making a movie out of the game and Mila, oh, jo- the, Mila Jovovich. I thought there was Mila- a movie. No, they're making a movie no, out of Monster the Hunter. They're making a movie out of Monster Hunter. Yeah, Mila Jovovich. Mila Jovovich is in it. Well, I guess that that's the, fine. <laughs> was she the fifth element? In case you're wondering, no. yes, uh, that she was uh, Lulu Dallas. Lulu Dallas, multipass. Multipass. I watched that movie for the first time last night. It's it's okay. Yeah. I liked it. I like it. Um, there's all. They're also making a new Leprechaun. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go yeah. ahead and oh, assume that you that, mean yeah. they're making a new species of Leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> The sequel to Leprechauns. They did, they, did, they did surgery on a grape and they made a sequel to Leprechauns. <laughs> they're, they're blue now. They're not green anymore. <laughs> they're Smurfs, actually. Smurfs are the new Leprechaun. This is true wow, and I cannot so believe real. our generation. <laughs> um, yeah, they're making a new Leprechaun. Warwick Davis isn't going to be in it, which like, I get. Sorry, what? Um, but also, Warwick Davis isn't going to be in it. Is, there is, it be like Warwick? is it pronounced Warwick when it's a person? Because I thought it was Warwick. Oh. Oh, what do you mean when it's a person? <laughs> like, to War- like, in England, there was a town called Warwick, and it's spelled D-W-A-R-W-I-C-K. It's pronounced Warwick. I've always heard it pronounced Warwick. I, I could be wrong, though. I feel like it's one of those things where it's just like, Warwick. you're supposed to kind of slur it a little bit, so it's like, maybe I said the W, maybe I didn't. You don't know. Yeah, yeah, mystery W. Um. So uh, I I don't think I've ever seen one of the Leprechaun movies, but I think they're supposed it's, to be kind it, of a blast. It, it is pronounced Warwick. Warwick. So does Warwick play? Unless, unless, unless you're talking, unless you're talking about the singer uh, Diane Warwick, who does not like being called Diane Warwick. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Just throwing a little wrench in there or, for everybody else. But anyways. <laughs> Um, so, is that is that all the movies that are ever going to come out? Uh, let me check. Oh, we got Glass, so, you know, you're looking for that sequel to Split? 
How are you feeling about seeing the split? I'm not looking for it. Is the thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been like, told. I didn't need I've, it. Been, <clears throat> I've been told by a handful of people that are, that's like, oh, it's actually not that bad of a movie, and I'm just like, I don't buy that. <laughs> no, I think it's. I think it's a legitimately a good movie. It's just a bad premise, and I don't care. Like, I don't want to yeah. see it. Yeah, that's about what I hear. It's uh, like yeah. it's 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 a good movie, and I'm just like. That promise kind of tanks the whole thing for me. Like, it tanks it to the point of, I don't want to enjoy... I don't want any of this. Right, exactly. Uh, let's um, see. Uh, Five Nights at Freddy's if, has been delayed due to script rewrites. What if, what if Glass... What if Glass was the the prequel to Mirrors? No! Because no! you put the coating on and then it comes, becomes a mirror. You know, you know Real Life Glass is the prequel to Mirrors. Real Life Glass is the prequel <laughs> to Mirrors. <laughs> mirrors are just Glass too. Yeah. They are. They're reflective. Uh, they now. are. Also, last thing before we get into the movie, because we are 25 minutes into this fucking podcast. Child's yeah, Play. Hmm? Child's, Child's Play? Play. They're making a new one. I mean, it's like, okay. I get it, but also, you gotta make new movies. This is yes. the whole, the, all the whole movie thing in general. We just keep, we gotta make new ones and not make more old ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. For every uh, genre, that is true. Every genre. And I'm actually they don't remake rom coms. But anyway, we're not talking about that. We're gonna get five more uh Haunting on Hill House remakes in the next mm-hmm. decade. Because um, there's already been like four, I think, uh since it first came out. Uh, uh and we've seen just, one like, of them. Huh? We've seen one of them. We have seen one of them. Um, and we're gonna get a million more later. Yeah. I'm just positive. Uh, uh, I, I, I yeah. estimate 13 more Houses of Wax. Um, uh, and just 12 more Vincent Prices. Yeah. It's just a, just a cluster of them. I uh, I, let's get into the Love Witch. Uh, just want to say up at the top, uh, the, the director, Anna Biller... I'm just looking at her Wikipedia page because here is everything that Anna Biller did for this movie. Director, producer, writer, editor, production designer, costume designer, composer. Oh yeah. my god. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Most of her, I, I think I read somewhere that most of her staff hated working on this movie, so she t- had to take the reins for like everything. I mean, apparently that's just like a thing with her because I'm looking at like her first movie back in 94, Three Examples of Myself is Queen. I mean, that's a short film, but like director, producer, writer, editor, production designer, costume designer, actor, like his, her first feature film called Viva from 2007, director, producer, writer, editor, production designer, costume designer, actress, composer, she does everything. Wow. Yeah, nobody vibes with is her vision like- except for she, except for her, um, and obviously us too. But uh, yeah, does she do it like Eddie Murphy style, where she's an, the actor all the characters? All the characters. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I saw this movie. I think when it came out a couple years ago, right? Twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Yeah. Um, and I like fell in love with it right away because it is like stylistically like uh, a pe like a like just like a piece of art it's awesome it's a masterpiece stylistically it is um, exactly it, what it's going for yeah it knows it, it like the thing is it has a very strong thesis and it's not confused even a little bit like it knows exactly what it wants to be which mm-hmm. is like this sort of like 60s um pulpy sort of film thing um that's slightly an- anachronistic um 
and I, you were talking about it in the chat, Val, about how oh, the God. anachronisms kind of drove you crazy. And I get well, that was, because I'm also that person. <laughs> but, it was a good um, thing, though. I, also I mean, love we, it. I like. I thought it was supposed to be like a mystery of like, what right. is this set? Because it was to me like. Um, so the like the reveal, the fact that it's like three quarters of the way into the movie, like, is significant to me. That like, oh, you're not supposed to know until the end that this yeah. is, you know. I feel not like it exists sort of in like a quantum state where it's at once like reflective of like like a mid twentieth uh, century ideology as well as modern ideology, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, and aesthetically reflects that as well. Totally. Mm-hmm. I think that like um, I think it's a reflective of, reflection of like the attitudes that the characters have too. That like um, the love witch is the most. 60s looking and then like the characters that kind of challenge her ideology and her like worldview are the most modern like trish right trish be on her cell phone Mm -hmm. um (laughs) and and the cop who like yeah is like hey the things you're doing are illegal and murder Mm -hmm. um and he's from the present day yeah millennials be on their cell phones Um, Love which is beyond their cell phones. Yes. So this movie is about a woman named uh, Elaine Park, who is a witch, and she travels from San Francisco to somewhere in Middle America, I guess. I don't really remember where. um, To escape. She mentioned like the Redwoods or something. Something like that. I don't know. Uh, Or maybe it's just somewhere else in California. I'm not sure. Um, Mm. (laughs) um, uh, yeah, so she travels from San Francisco to get away from the fact that she killed her husband after he left her. Um, (laughs) Sherry. (laughs) What was your, what was your joke that you made in chat, Val? Um, her her husband is Tignataro. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Because he looks exactly Uh, like Tignataro. He looks like Tignataro, like, on a day where she's not feeling too great. Yeah. You want to hear something so really? Tired. You want to hear something really funny? Yes. Hmm. The actor who plays Jerry, his name is Steve Wozniak. Interesting. My man is named Steven Wozniak. <laughs> you know, like Apple. Yeah, like like well, like. Yeah. Oh, I was not understanding the significance of that, and I apologize. Yeah, Steven it's Wozniak, okay. the guy who co-founded yeah. Apple, the Apple yeah, man. Yeah, I, I saw that um, in the in the in the credits, and I was like, that name really looks familiar to me, but I couldn't place it. And then you said it, and I was like, oh, I guess that's yeah, that's it, that's the one. Um, that's so crazy. Well, good for him, I guess. <laughs> um, so, Maybe it is yeah, the same so, guy. I mean, do you know what the other Steve Wozniak looks like? I mean, not he's, like, he's, I'm po- he's, he's not that young, for starters. Like, Steve Wozniak is 68, almost nice years old. Yeah. Not the All same right. guy. Looking at a picture of him right now, not the same guy. Does yeah. not look like Tig Nadara. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, so she's uh, she's driving on the highway, and she's doing this great green screen movie driving thing where yes. she's just turning the wheel so much. On, but the on background a- <laughs> is straight. Yeah, um, it's awesome. I love it. And then she gets pulled over by a strong-jawed cop. Mm-hmm. 
who's like, your your tail light is out. Okay. She's driving mm-hmm. in the middle of the day, so that's fine. Um, and oh, I man, guess this I is like, yeah. <laughs> this is like uh, Chekhov's handsome man because he's going to show back later. Mm-hmm. Um, Which I did not notice the first time I watched it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So when she's I don't like, I've I seen you either, somewhere before, until you I was it like, out. okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. they do try um, to make it obvious that it's the same guy because, like, the next mm-hmm. time you see him, they're like, yeah, there's, on the there's only one cop in this town. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. You you only um, need you only need one. Yeah. That's yeah. so true. That's so true. Um, so <laughs> so she uh, and she's uh, got this friend named Barbara Be- Be- Beverly. Be- Barbara. What's her friend's name? Trish. Be- Brenda. Barbara. No, Trish is the other woman. Barbara. Uh, well, she- Barbara. Barbara. Uh, she's that. got she's got a, she's got a friend named Barbara with an but extra apartment is it, in her is house. Is it Trumbo? Is it? It's not Trumbo. <laughs> is it? Are you, are you thinking of Trumbo? Is it? It's is it Steve Wozniak? It's Steve Wozniak. <laughs> friend's name so is it is Steve Wozniak. Okay. Okay. She goes to her friend Steve Wozniak's house. Now is this the actor uh, Steve Wozniak or is this the uh, the Apple CEO Steve Wozniak? They're the same they person. They together into one person. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Um. So she goes to her friend's house because she's got an extra apartment and meets, uh, I guess, another friend of her friend or maybe like the... Her interior decorator. Oh, interior decorator who's just there for some reason. Her name is Trish. She's British and she's got red hair. Um, Those are her three personality traits. Can we also um, mention the fact that the house that she moves into is gothic in every sense of the word? It's like, awesome. It's <laughs> so cool and so like Victorian and like dark purple and black. That's where we got two is happening. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, and Trish, like Trish, introduces herself. Like she basically is like, "Hi, I'm Trish. No homo." Yeah, literally. It's like <laughs> so egregious for no reason. It's awesome. The um, first thing she said. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Uh, <laughs> so yeah so she gets like shown around this apartment she's like oh it's Trish is like oh it's so gaudy and like witchy and stuff and uh yep that's exactly what it is like there's these like oil paintings of like mm-hmm. women with their titties out and shit like that yep um and candles uh, everywhere. yeah and Elaine's like oh it's and exactly lots of witch taste. bottles Lots yeah. of witch bottles, by the way, which, that's a, that's a word. Is that, like, a thing? Is a witch bottle a thing? It's a, f- yeah. oh. a term, I guess. Witch yeah, bottle. it is. <laughs> All I can think of is the cool. opening scene of um, Driver Baby with the song Bell Bottoms, but with witch bottle instead of bell bottom. Witch bottle! Witch bottle! <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. exactly. The fabulous, most groovy witch, witch bottle. bottle. Um... Yes, that Barbara's apartment good. is. Yes, Barbara's apartment is candles and nipples everywhere. That's what I wrote. Mm-hmm. My notes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so basically, what we we learned about Elaine is that, um, well, she goes out to lunch with Trish um, mm-hmm. at this like Victorian tea place with a woman with a uh, distractingly bad blonde wig playing the yes. harp in yes. the background. Yes, it's um, great. It's no, it's great. It's like perfectly campy, um, and uh, basically, uh, uh, Elaine explains her ideology to 
Trish, which is basically like you got to please men. Mm-hmm. They, you know, like give the just way give them whatever they just want, give them everything the they want. Yeah, hundred um, percent. And uh, Elena's talking about this like it's the most empowering thing she's ever heard, and Trish is just like, "This is crazy. You're like Trish, a crazy person." <laughs> Trish says, "You sound as if you've been brainwashed by the patriarchy." Yeah, which is British pronunciation, but it's it's mm-hmm. perfect because she doesn't no, she doesn't mess perfect. around. Like, oh, I mm-hmm. think that's maybe wrong. She's like, "Yeah, what are you doing?" Um, I love this movie. I think it's got such a like a, a perfect ideology. <laughs> yeah, know? it like it it and it it establishes that by like being really over the top with like the dissenting opinions, basically. You know, mm-hmm. um, because it, it's reframing this whole like what is essentially like a trad wife uh, misogyny. Uh, as like empowering which is you know that's like it's always going to be the case like feminism is always going to be like uh uh like grabbed by people who want to exploit it right and to to reestablish what like cultural norms are right already you know what i mean or just like um which is basically the what the, the thesis of this movie is yeah um and that's that's basically that this scene is basically that i mean it becomes more obvious later in some other discussions but like that's mm-hmm. it's like laid out right here um and elaine does so elaine does um hmm? elaine uh does kind of say a pretty sick burn to trish though at the end of their conversation cuz trish is mm-hmm. like a husband isn't a prince um life isn't a fairy tale and elaine says mm-hmm. Maybe it would be if you pleased your husband more. <laughs> just, just yeah. like, <laughs> Damn, you wow. like did not need to go that hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we okay. then we meet Trisha's husband, uh, mm-hmm. who is like the most unfortunate looking guy ever. We meet um, the husband, but not his eyebrows. Not not his eyebrows. His eyebrows are missing in action. Eyebrows do not do um, party. So. <laughs> Um, and then, there's uh, this great like harp chord that's like when she like mm-hmm. sees him and like looks at him with her witch eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we get a lot of uh, egregious close-ups of her like perfect eye makeup, which mm-hmm. is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I love her makeup so much. It's like the most intense like teal eyeshadow. Yes. Um, it's just great. <laughs> it is really great. And it, it's always perfect. Um, it is perfect. So pigmented. Mm-hmm. Really impressive. Um, anyway. <laughs> so um, we we get... Uh, what happens next? Um, well... Uh, next we uh, go to... Elaine, Elaine in her park, apartment. Right? Hmm? Oh. And the next, the well, next thing is she's, she's in her apartment not painting. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I love this. It's so funny. She so has like a got... brush that she's like putting on her painting, but she's not even touching like parts that are the same color to make it seem like oh I'm putting more beige on this beige part. Like she's it's just like she's just like stroking the painting, pretending to be painting. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And also it's fully tender with it. Yeah. Also the painting is fully painted. <laughs> Yeah, it's com- it's like a complete thing that you could hang up on the wall, but it's like we he, she's an artist, guys. Which right. I'm like I get like I get it. Like it's all this is 
obviously intentional, but it's that doesn't make it like not funny, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So uh, she's doing all of this, and then she, I think she does a little ritual where she just like mixes, like does some love science stuff. She and, like, makes some lies on the masala. ground. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Makes a bunch and, of uh, lies- things. And and lies on the ground and just like does like chants love me over and over and over again. Um, yes. Uh, hold on. Do we lose Sarah? No, sorry. I'm here. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I've just been kind of quiet. <laughs> That's okay. I was like, I was just, I was like, last time someone was really quiet, they completely disconnected. That is um, true. No. This is you're just the- just enjoying the the soothing. Yeah, I'm listening, of to, I'm listening to a po- I'm, I'm taking a break from being on a podcast to listen to a podcast. Is <laughs> <laughs> it murder if it's if her victims are men? I mean, uh, Jerry's out. Jerry is yeah. out. Yeah, Blair, you're the only man on this podcast. Comments. <laughs> I my 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 review of this movie is good for her. You know. <laughs> All right, confirmed. We have the first misandrist podcast in America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're misandrist, but we have a man on the podcast for, for so to be uh, for equal rights. Uh, yeah, I'm tokenized. Yeah. We can't hate men. Some of our um, best podcasters are men. On this podcast, <laughs> it's only. not me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just show up. Okay. I collect the Patreon money, <laughs> the delicious, <laughs> delicious thirty dollars I get a month. Um. Uh, uh, patreon.com forward slash fear rating um, <laughs> should we, so, should we she, she's in the pentagram on the she's rug. in the pentagram she's, she's chanting on the on ground the pentagram rug um, with a great and then, black robe mm-hmm, she looks great um, mm-hmm. she's an icon good for her yes. uh, and then she goes to um like a magic apothecary, I think they call it. Mm-hmm. And she sells mm-hmm. like voodoo dolls and like witch bottles, witch bottles and witch candles bottles. and stuff like that. Witch bottles. She sells yeah, it to but, a woman named to say, Wendy. But you have to say it like that, by the way. In that scene. Hmm. You can't just Gotta say, say witch like bottles. That? You have to say witch bottle. <laughs> well, you can. <laughs> well, you need to. <laughs> The apothecary scene is the, like, most 60s part, I think, that's, like, not the 60s, like, the stylized 60s, but just, like, this is what movies looked like in the 60s. Because Wendy's uh-huh. wearing, like, a really strange dress, and she's, like, mm-hmm. she's just straight up, like, not acting. Like, the love which is like, hi, I'm Elaine, are you Wendy? And she's like, yes. <laughs> and, like... Did you know, this is the scene where I noticed that the audio mixing was even, like, really 60s. Something about it was just, like, yeah. Very 60s. Yeah. Wendy. <laughs> totally. No, it was, um, I love the scene. I love it. It's so great. Um, and then she just, I like, things. it's, it's, she, yeah, she just gives all of the, her stuff. She's got little specialized tags attached to yes. everything, which is adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, she's like, yeah, these sell well. Well, well, we'll order more for you. This is all set up so she can get caught by the police later, but that's fine. Because um, she's selling Wendy her witch bottles. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and then that's just that's just gonna they, be the show. That's just gonna be the show notes for today. 
<laughs> just with bottles. And then Elaine goes to the park, goes to a park bench to have a glamorous meal of what, what I probably can assume is just bologna on white bread. Yes. Because um, she she pulls yes. out of, out of this like paper bag, um, and just and you can tell there's this, nothing like, else in the bag either. It's yeah, just it's a just sandwich. a saran wrapped like white bread sandwich. Yep. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is sexy. <laughs> this is, this is yes. sexy and glamorous. Um, and, and she uh, sees the professor. Mm-hmm. She uses Wait. her witch eye magic on him. He's mm-hmm. in mid-conversation with, I assume, a student or someone similar. Maybe mm-hmm. a TA or something like that. Um, and uh, stares him down. And then he immediately turns his attention to her. And yep. then um, they fuck off to a cabin in the woods, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and this guy gives the funniest performance, I think. He, um, he's, he's great. Like, and I think he's, like, kind of... I think I like his acting. Like, it's me too. weird. Oh, it's, I think I think it's, it's all very intentional, I feel. Yeah. Like, he, he's giggling a lot. But, like, Elaine mm-hmm. is being ridiculous by, like, mm-hmm. the things that she's saying to him. Um, mm-hmm. My favorite part um, is definitely... I'm I well I'm new in town and then I don't know what the rest of the line is because all I hear in my mind is I'm new in town. <laughs> so, no, it's it's great. Um, she's like, yeah, you, have a, and, uh, you have a cabin, and he's like, yeah, and she's like, want to go fuck there, and he's like, yes, what? Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, and then what does she do, Blair? Well, she uh, she offers him this. They go they go up to the cabin. Oh, um, no, no, she no, no, offers no. him this flask before they before they leave of something. Oh. Before they leave the park. Oh, she just leaves her sandwich on the she, bench. Yeah, she a crazy her person. And walks away like a crazy person. <laughs> it's my yes. favorite. You said in the chat that you wanted just a zoom in shot on the sandwich, and I yes. also want that so bad. Like the sandwich yes. is the most interesting character in this movie now to me. Um, <laughs> I want to know its story arc. Where did it go from there? Did Where a bird did eat it? I would um, love to see a sequel to this movie that's The Love Pigeon, and it's just a pigeon eating that sandwich on the park. <laughs> um, it's perfect. Oh my it, god, another pigeon has love magic. Yeah. Um, um, and as they're, as they're pulling away, there's, like, a shot of the, like, girl that the professor was talking to when he walked away um, mm-hmm. to show that she's, like, been cupped. Like, all jealous and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, yep, then Elaine gives, once they arrive at the place, Elaine gives him this flask of, um, miscellaneous alcohol. <laughs> he does not ask um, what it is, he just the Shrek it. The Shrek Piss Special, which is just when you throw a bunch of alcohol into a container, and also Mountain Dew. Yeah. Um, he's like, oh, this is strong. And then to, like, she's so perfect, she's like, to basically challenge his masculinity, he, she's like finish all of it and he's like yeah. okay <laughs> yep yeah yeah um and, and uh, his, this is where we learn uh, that his name is wayne which rhymes yes, with her name, name which is, is elaine oh yeah um she makes him like a steak and miscellaneous greens dinner this is also um, not important but um there's a shot of her putting the steaks in the pot and she puts one in <laughs> and then she starts to put the second one in but it doesn't fit and they never resolve that issue. Um, <laughs> they just cut away, and I'm just—it really, 
it irks me. But anyway, it's not important. No, but I totally, I actually thought the same thing. (laughs) What I remember from the first time watching this movie, and I think I just made it up, but like, um, she cooks all these things on like a ceramic pan, and I remember it being, having like a lot of residue left on the pan, like the pans are like, (laughs) have like irreparably like stuck to meat bits. (laughs) <laughs> um, but I think I just made that up, and it was, like, a, a manifestation of my own anxiety about rooting, like, non-stick pants. <laughs> I think it's, I think it has that old-timey, not old-timey, but, like, the speckled effect. So there are, like, red polka dots on it, but I don't think it's meat bits. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so anyway. she makes him this dinner, and um, he starts, like, <laughs> basically she's like, I put hallucinogens in the wine and the pasta, yeah. essentially. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, like, and I feel strange. Yeah. Um, and then she starts stripping for him, and we learn that she lines all of her clothing with, like, rainbow stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's, it's like, this bright. whole conversation about how, um, oh, you show one side of yourself, the, the muted version of yourself, to the world. Who do you give that other side of yourself, the, the lined rainbow clothing side of yourself? Right. Not to like, rush, oh, but I do just want to point out that we're about a half hour into this movie and 50 minutes into this podcast. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Everything that um, I'm interrupting. So Wayne dies after being interject. a needy bitch. Um, <laughs> yeah, he turns like completely like... Um, yeah, he gets hypnotized by the love witch and her sexy dancing... Uh, they have sex, and then he's like, uh, Elaine, I feel like garbage. And she's like, I'll never leave you. And then she walks away. Um, <laughs> and this is the, this is the only thing that's very important for me to say. Um, when I first saw it, I thought that, like, oh, the love magic is, like, super powerful. And basically, he's either gonna, like, get destroyed by it, or he'll be strong enough to, like, handle it, and he'll be, like, her love. Um, so basically, Wayne dies because he can't handle Cupid's stand arrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 okay, to be fair, the only reason I laughed at that is because you just said, you just basically said Jonah's Bizarre Adventure and then your joke. There is no reason. Nothing is remotely related to a stand arrow here. It's just, you could have just said Cupid's arrow and I would have chuckled. But the fact that you basically just said Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Cupid shot an arrow, it got me to go like, ah. Uh, it turned on the well, pleasure receptors in my brain. The dopamine. Look, he was either gonna he was either gonna die from the arrow or grow a stand, aka love for Elaine that he can handle. <laughs> so I think it was a really good tie in. I don't I don't know why you're accusing me. You of did being a good job, and I'm jokes. super proud of you, Val. It was a joke. Thank you. It was a joke. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so um, then she puts a tampon in. Body count one, basically, because he dies of heart failure. She cries over mm-hmm. his body, and then next shot we see her completely naked in the garden, picking flowers, looking fine. Um, yes. She, she um she puts all of her clothing on him. Uh, she pees in a bottle and puts a tampon in the bottle with some other herbs. Um, mm-hmm. And then just sets it all on fire and, like, puts them in the lake, basically. Yes. Um, and as she's making her, uh, which bottle? She's like, tampons mm-hmm, aren't gross. Mm-hmm. Which, like, is true, but also it's still gross that you put a used tampon in a bottle of pee. Things can be gross <laughs> and not bad, I think. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I think that's true. I think, poop, I think pooping is gross, but it's not bad. Yeah. No, yeah. Like, you should do it. <laughs> pooping is gross, but also it's, like, it's... Yeah, I might go as far as to call pooping, like, good and essential. 
Yeah, it's it important. keeps you from dying. Yeah. Yeah. Poop keeps you from dying of poop. Yeah. Right. Poop will poison you. Yes, that's true. That's a science fact. <laughs> that is. So then they go. Uh, that's a science fact. Mm-hmm. That was that's my that was fact. my Greg that was my Greg over the garden wall impression. It's good. Thank you. Thanks. Um. um so, so then she's home, mm-hmm. and Trish is like, "Hey, just wanted to stop by and tell you that I'm leaving my husband alone in the uh, unlocked apartment by himself for a couple of Have days." Fun. <laughs> and there's no security and cameras. Th- Bye. Yeah. Uh. So uh, Elaine seduces um, Trisha's unfortunate-looking husband for some reason. Oh, we skip because um, he looks a little bit like the, Jerry. The burlesque. <laughs> oh yeah, she. Well, oh she yeah. So we meet the rest of the coven, I guess, and it's like mm-hmm. we get another speech about um, being sexy all the time is empowering. Yeah, right. Gahan is like Gahan just kind of read to me like every single person who, who tried to tell me that Kill a Kill is like good and feminist. He literally yeah. says be a mother and a lover. Mm-hmm. Oh, John Mayer. And this is the same this is the same bar too where the burlesque dancers are talking about how, you know, a body was found and there's some guy at the bar who's just like, "It's them witches." From like the <laughs> end of the bar. Um, I mean, he's not yeah. wrong. Yes, use sex magic to make him see you as a human is also something that they say. Mm-hmm. Anyway. It's when the discourse is good. <laughs> um, and then uh, Elaine is oh, like, God. is home. And she's thinking about... It's really about... funny that like, an out, like the middle hour of this movie is summarized in a paragraph on the Wikipedia pages I'm looking at. God. Like, mm-hmm. Like, we get the first chapter, which gets us to uh, meeting Wayne, mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, the next the next paragraph is her killing uh, uh, Wayne and Richard. And Richard. Well, mm-hmm. not killing Richard, just breaking up with Richard. Mm-hmm. And then a paragraph, and then at the very end, and then the last paragraph is where Richard kills himself. Yeah. The and last paragraph? The, is... end. the last paragraph oh, starts the with hour. Richard killing himself, and it goes mm-hmm. to the end. Okay. Um, yeah, well, I want, I do want to talk about, um, The Renaissance Fair. The Renaissance Fair, which is, I think, my favorite part of this movie. Um, The love song that they sing is very good. It's so good. Um, <laughs> it, well, it's just so, so, like, yeah, because Elaine talks about wanting a fairy tale all the time, and, like, this mm-hmm. is it, basically. This is your Renaissance fairy tale, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and she gets fake married t- to the cop. Mm-hmm. Um, because the cop is like, I'm going to take Riff. you in. And she's like, no, I'm going to seduce you. And then he's like, wow, now I'm so in love with you that I can't take you in anymore. And it's right. like, conflict resolved. Um, <laughs> and the Red Fair people put them in these really cute outfits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Looks really cute. Oh, I did want to did say one other thing, which is um, the reason that he knows to go to Elaine is that um, this woman comes in uh, to the police station to be like, Wayne is missing. And um, when I was watching that with my friends the first time, I was like, the woman that Elaine cucked is here. And the two people that I was with were like, what? And I remember that, like, normal people don't really use that kind of vocab, just <laughs> casually. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> we are an advanced people. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. are. Uh, we're, we're you know, this is funny. Voices. I was at fr- the, the Friendsgiving I was at yesterday had, like, I was there, and my friend Ash was there, and Ash and I are both extremely online people, and everyone else there was, like, 
still online to some degree, but like nowhere near as online as we were. And it was like Ash and I were speaking a very different language. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't bad, yes. it was just odd. Yes. Mm-hmm. So He got um, house broke my brain. Yes. <laughs> um uh, one other thing that we so, skipped over was Elaine having um visions of uh things of like her indoctrination thing into the cult where she says i live my life by two words perfect love and perfect trust um mm-hmm. and also those four words actually there's five words <laughs> yes but she's like i first, have two first words, of perfect all love. first of all <laughs> first of all it's five words um and then also she remembers jerry reprimanding her because he found an old hot dog under the bed this morning which i love that he said that mm-hmm. and that it's true mm-hmm. anyway i'm sorry yeah. yes they um, they just got fake married by the round people. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they get fake married. Um, they drive off. They ride off into the sunset on horses, um, and uh, we get um, just more stuff happens. Richard dies. Richard uh, kills himself. Richard Richard <laughs> offs himself, of- and Trish is like, "What the fuck?" Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's in mourning, and then. They go to tea again, and she's like, mm-hmm. my husband died. What's up with you? <laughs> yeah. Basically. Yep. Um, my favorite line delivery of the entire movie is Trish being like, you know, he died. I should have had sex with him more. I can't believe he had an affair, blah, blah, blah. And Elaine just goes, hey. Hey. <laughs> yeah. And Trish that. is like, so what's up with you? And she's like, well, I'm in love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, enough uh, about your enough about your dead man. I have found a dream boat. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um uh Elaine shows Trish her like magic ring, which is like not an engagement ring, obviously, but like, you know. It's um, the ring that the Ren Fair people gave them. Yeah, she's he like, didn't he's gonna pop the question any second now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like, you have been dating for forty eight hours. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and um so uh, uh, Trish keeps the ring um, and then goes over to Elaine's house to like return it because she's like, "Oops, I accidentally kept the ring." And, and this then... is when this is when Trish pulled out her cell phone, and I was like, ah! "Yeah, yeah." Cell phone. Um, <clears throat> uh, and um, so, so uh, Trish arrives at uh, Elaine's place and dresses up like Elaine, uses like her lipstick and eyeshadow and like falsies and underwear and. Etc., yep. which is crazy, Rogue, uh, but that's wig. fine. Um, and then uh, finds out that uh, Richard, or yeah, uh, Elaine had been sleeping with Richard because she has like a little magic doll thing of of him. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, Elaine comes home and she's like, hey, what's going on in this thread? Uh, <laughs> and um, Basically Trish, just like jumps on her and shakes her around and yells and then leaves. Yeah, and then like, Elaine like holds like a pendant to her chest and is like, "Please crash," which I'm like, "Whoa, <laughs> yeah. something on that girl." Yeah. Um, and uh, Trish takes us all to the police. Um, cops like, "I don't care. Yeah, no big deal." Um, right. No, this is uh, by this I'm, time I'm, he. I'm getting, but this time he takes the, the evidence and, and meets her in the bar. Yeah. Yeah. And then he really tries to confront her and then everyone in the bar is like, hey, that's a witch. That's the witch, witch who killed that dude. And they're like, rah. And it's really, it's a scene I don't like to see. Very bad. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. good. It's I, a good, I, well-made 
Yeah, like, knowing that there was a woman behind the camera for this made me feel a lot more comfortable with it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, it's weird how, like, I've been watching Full Metal Alchemist with Andrea lately, and, like, I'm just, like, it's weird how, like, when a woman writes and directs something, like, women can be, like, kind of lightly clothed and not super horny about it. Like, I don't know Mm -hmm. if either of you have seen Full Metal Alchemist, but, like, the character of Winry Rockbell is, like, she's wearing a crop top, like, 90% of the time, and, like, her tits are just never out. Mm-hmm. Nice. And it's great. I yeah. love... I love... Uh, shit, I'm gonna get her name wrong if I fuck it up. I'm pretty sure it's Hiromu Arakawa, but... Yeah. I don't know, but... It is Hiromu <laughs> Arakawa. Thank you. Good job, yeah. me. <laughs> so, um... We also uh, noticed that so anytime yeah, so... Elaine is naked, she's wearing a little bit of underwear. Like, she's never fully naked, which is cool. Yeah. Um, so, Elaine is... Yeah. She... The, the cop takes her like Elaine back to her place for some reason um Mm -hmm. and uh she tries to get him to drink like a love potion I assume but he doesn't he throws it on the floor um Mm -hmm. and then she stabs him to death (laughs) yeah she tries to use her love magic on him but it doesn't take there's like a montage of voices happening in the background but basically that's like because she like I don't know if hallucinates but like sees visions of people uh, mm-hmm. of her former lovers telling them telling her that they love her basically um mm-hmm. and then she stabs him to death um and yep. then we get the best closing scene ever which is just uh, uh uh the the end scene of the the renaissance fair where but it's completely silent except for the foley work like we don't hear the music at all mm-hmm. or any dialogue it's just like people just the horses like clothing like... gently rustling and people stepping yeah. on the ground and stuff like that yes it's really great. Um, and then I also I think that's the whole thing. That, I think that's, that's movie. That is movie. We hear the song. We hear the song about love again. Mm-hmm. Um, when love dies, all life it does destroy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, Fucked up if true. <laughs> I have a second. I have a second part to my JoJo joke, which is even worse oh, than sure. the first one. Sure. But, okay. Um, mm-hmm. She tries. To, Elaine tries to use her love magic on Griff. But um, he doesn't okay. die. Instead, he grows a stand up to Elaine. <laughs> it's not fully formed. That is crickets that you're hearing. But I right think now. you, I think you get it. <laughs> but at the end, it turns out that he just bites the dust. But he does bite the dust because she <laughs> uses the power of her stand stabbing with a knife. <laughs> No the thing about JoJo is that I've definitely seen it. So the thing about JoJo is that Blair doesn't know what the fuck we're talking about. I know enough about JoJo to know what you're talking about. Oh, um, boy. Uh, I've never seen a single episode though, and um, I'm sure it's good. But at this point, it's completely out of stubbornness that I refuse to because people have no. Tried I even mean, getting... Blair, Blair, listen. I I I I love JoJo with all my heart. You would hate JoJo. You think so? <laughs> I think you would just like what, like even if you weren't what not even if you were just like avoiding it out of stubbornness. Like I do not think you would like it. I think from an artistic perspective, it's really cool because the way uh, Araki does some fucked up shit with color palettes, I think that'd be really appealing to you. But like, I can't see you like enjoying a shonen story. That's so true. Actually, even when I did really like anime. I- I didn't. I never had the patience for Shonen. I, I fucking hated Naruto so much. All my friends <laughs> love Naruto. I watched five episodes, and I was like, I just watched the same five episodes in a row, basically. 
Um, so I can't do it. I just can't do it, yo. Um, I mean, you did watch, you watched Haruhi, right? Yeah. I just think about that sometimes because you talk. I, sorry, you mentioned watching the same five, watching the same episode five times in a row, and I just thought about the the eight episodes in Haruhi. I, I think I watched like four of those. Um, uh, I watched like the first one, the last one, and a couple in the middle. Anyway, this is, is not. Is there, an, is there a necessity to watching all eight of them? Like, do you miss out on something if you don't? Uh, there are plot details and uh, the episodes. Like, they're slightly different. Right, um, I'm, I'm aware of that. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't bored watching any of them, so, but, anyway, uh, let's rate this movie. Um, yeah, on, uh, I'm gonna give this one a, a four. On a scale of uh, zero <laughs> I to I forgot how we do our podcast for a second. Yeah, come on, get ahead in the game. On a scale of zero to five cell phones, uh, how much, how much do you rate this movie, uh, uh, Val? Um, I'm gonna go ahead and give this one... Uh, five out of five celled phones because five celled phones. Maybe the fifth one is like a flip phone, but I was sure. very into it. I was very confused for a lot of this movie, and I think I was supposed to be. And now that I've watched mm-hmm. it three times, I get it, and I'm into it. Yeah, uh, yeah, I love this, this movie. I think yeah, I'm gonna get this movie like a good. Movies. I'm gonna get this movie like a good four celled phones, maybe four and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be so bold and also give this one. Um, five-fold cell phones. Wow, mm-hmm. that's a lot of cell phones. Um, between Blair beyond they cell phones. Mm. That's nearly 15 cell phones between the three of us. Yeah. But so many. Um, <laughs> stupid. Um, uh, so, usually we would do questions here. We unfortunately did not get any, which is fine. Um, uh, but... Uh, we can transition directly into recommendations. Um, if you want to start us off, Val, if you have something prepared. Otherwise, I'd be willing to take the reins. I've got a recommendation as well. My sure. recommendation, I did know that I had to have a recommendation prepared. So um, cool. I'm going to go ahead and recommend um, Elementary, the television show, because it's very good oh, and not enough people watch yes. it. So true. <laughs> it's so good. It's the best show like, on television. I, I don't like crime procedurals, but this one is so fun. It's so it's like, do you love friendship? Do you love Lucy Liu? Do you love good costumes? I've got the show for you. It's called Elementary. Yeah. And there's six did, seasons did, of it. Did you watch Eli Eli Stone and think, man, I wish this Johnny Lee Miller guy was in more things? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm was mm-hmm. that show called Eli Stone? Shit. I have no idea. I don't know what you're talking about. No, rem- no one remembers it but her. me, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, it was um, Eli Stone. Uh, my recommendation this week is uh, a little Netflix original called Cam, twenty eighteen. That's um, gonna be our. That is, that's gonna probably be our episode in two weeks. Yeah, it is a. Uh, it is a internet horror doppelganger movie about creating personas and them consuming you online, and it <laughs> is. Uh, ext- I expected it to just be crazy and like. I don't know if bad is the right word, but just, like, insane. It is insane, but it, it's also super good and really thoughtful. So, and it's dire- um, it's, it's directed by a... Uh, I can't remember if it was directed or written by... or like a, 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 I think the one of the people in charge of, like, the script was a for, was formerly a sex worker herself. Which, like... Yeah. That, when I saw that pitch, I, I, I had, like, a lot of fear. And then, I like, that all of it was alleviated by, like... Oh, this is by someone who actually like knows these things. Okay, this isn't by a man. Yeah, it's not a 
It's not a sexploitation movie, like, at no, all. No, it's not. Which is great. It's um, good. But, yeah. So, that's my recommendation. Sam? My recommendation this week is going to be uh, the new she show on Netflix. I'm sure you've been hearing all about it from everyone, but, like... It really is just as good as everyone is saying it is. Like, it's it's funny, it's charming. It's giving me some serious, like, Avatar The Last Airbender vibes, which is always a good thing. Like, the writing is cute. It's it's just a really good... It's just a really sweet and good show. Like, I mm-hmm. really wish I had a show like this when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. It's also cool. very... It's also a very trans-narrative. Uh, I'm not taking criticism at this time, but you can get into my DMs for, my, <laughs> for further explanation if you would like. <laughs> Um, I, I trust you on these, uh, on these matters. I just, um, um, I just remembered something about the love witch that I forgot to mention. Sure. Um, mm. there's a scene where they're doing a ritual with the old cult and, um, everybody mm. is naked, including this, um, one extremely tan old man who's in the circle. And uh, there are six separate shots where you can, um, fully see his weenus if you try. So it's equality. Just, it's equality. <laughs> just needed to. If there are any um, fans of man wiener, then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, um, it's, it's what we're all asking for. Yeah, uh, we we so thanks for listening to Fear Baiting, everyone. If you if you listen to this and you're like, man, this is such a good podcast. I wish I could give them money. You can Patreon.com/slash/FearBaiting uh, is where you go to support us. Uh, One dollar a month lets you vote in our polls, gets at uh, early access to episodes. Uh, we do have a poll up right now for next week's episode. Uh, you need to decide if we are going to be watching Scream 2, Cube 2, Tunnel, or The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Uh, you know, that that pulls up for any of our patrons. Five bucks a month gets you a shout-out and uh, something else. I think we, you get to make us read a message. Ten bucks a month gets you uh, all the other stuff, and also you get to make us watch a horror movie that must be scarier than... Originally, I said the the criteria was much be scarier than Donnie Darko. I think I'm changing it to be must to be must be scarier than, Do- than The Love Witch, because as much as I love this yeah. movie... <laughs> This movie is a zero on the scary. Yeah. Um, but um, but thank okay. you very much. It's good. For, thank you very much to Michael Kaiser, Paul Moran, Kit Spindler, Sophie, and Paul Bechtel. We love you the most. Um, yeah, if you want to, uh, you can listen to our sister podcast, The Wonder Yorks, where we talk about Animorphs bi-weekly. Um, if you want to find me online, you can do so at Blair Kitch on Twitter or BlairKitch.tumblr.com. Sarah? Uh, I can be, f- uh, check out my leftism podcast, Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die. Uh, also check me out on Twitter at SunHatGenia, or on Twitch, that's also SunHatGenia, or Mastodon, uh, SunHatGenia, that's not Sodomline, that is Z-H-E-N-Y-A. Val Flight Cub, where can people find you? Uh, well, you can find me on Tumblr as Flight Cub, and, um, at Twitter at Flight Cub, so there's two B's in that one. Flight, cl- uh, flight Cub. B- b- flight Cub. F-L-I-G-H-T-C-U-B. Another B for Twitter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The B stands for Twitter. Uh, thank yes. you so much for being on our show, Val. It was thank a you for pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Do you know what we th- say at the end of the show? Th- oh, fuck. I forget. Okay. I put it in the chat while I, I think our, our, our networker. Uh, thank you so yes, much and thank you. Uh, Don't to Noise Space Seda for also. Uh, hosting our podcast. Um, you can find more of the, the podcast there at noisespace.xyz. Blair, um, what, are you, what, what, what podcast are you going to recommend from Noise Space this week? Because I'm going to recommend uh, City Girls Make Do. And I know I recommended that last week, but I listened to it, I've listened to it a lot. It's a good fucking podcast. I've been listening to it I'm, a lot, too. Gonna, I also recommend it. I'm going to recommend The Wonder Yerks because I haven't listened to any other Noise Space podcast. 
busted. I support the brand. Um, you should um, listen to. Uh, you should listen to Jargonet. Mm. Okay. Don't you do don't that. don't because I think the Secret Life of the American Teenager is the absolute kind of bullshit wild show that you would love. <laughs> because Riverdale is now consuming my life. Yeah, uh, yes, it's I like shitty. It's right. like shitty Riverdale. It's like Riverdale in a pre-Nicholas Winding Refn era. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like if if Riverdale like if they found the light switch to all yeah. in all of the scenes. Like, oh, there can be more light in this hallway. Um. So, uh, we will see you all next week. Um. Uh. But until then, I have been Blair. I continue to be Sarah. And this, that's Val. Say hi, Val. That's Val. Um, Val? Val? Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, bye, Val. Uh, (laughs) And remember... (laughs) um, You can put a fucked up guy anywhere.